So this is the story of how Robbie went from cybersecurity college graduate to now running a six-figure social media marketing business. This is not your typical story of someone that started, signed a client right away, and then scaled to 10K a month in two months. In fact, Robbie got his agency to one, 2K a month on a good month and was stuck there for an entire year. And only recently has he been able to crack the code and be able to scale from one, 2K a month to consistent seven, eight, even 9,000 months. I would definitely recommend joining the community being able to speak to other people who are in the exact same shoes as you are. You know, there's a lot of people that haven't started. There's a lot of people that, you know, I've been speaking to in the community that are thinking of starting, you know, they haven't even started yet. Guys, welcome in. Got an interview today with Robbie. Robbie is going to walk you through his journey with SMMA. Uh, Robbie, when exactly did you start? What was the year? Started late 2021, August 2021. Okay. Okay, perfect. And as of recording this, it's 2023. Uh, Robbie, you're running pretty much a six-figure business right now. So excited to jump in, man. Super excited, Mark. I've been looking forward to this. Nice, nice. Look, no better place to start than the start. So why did you start with SMA? And is this the first thing or have you done something else? So, yeah. So like, I had a sort of strange entry into the whole scene. I went to you, did cybersecurity, something completely unrelated. Um, in a way, it sort of led me sort of to where I am. So one of my modules in cybersecurity was secure web development. So that led me into sort of web development. So you mentioned before, you know, if there was any little other side gigs before I started this. So mm-hmm. I made a couple of websites, uh, primarily for landscapers. Um, I made one for like a Pilates studio. So that sort of introduced me to the idea of like, f- I can make some money on, you know? Yeah. So one of the things I seen as well, you know, you had these business owners thinking that a website's going to be uh, a fix to all their marketing problems. Yeah. And you know, I was soon to learn that that just wasn't the case. You know, you can have a great website, but if you, it's not optimized, if you're not funneling traffic to it in one way or another, it's not really going to do much for you. So that led me into thinking about marketing and all that type of stuff. And then, um, yeah, I, I mean, I just got spoken to Chris. Chris is obviously my business partner, uh, a good friend of mine since, since we were young mm. and, uh, yeah, we decided, you know what, screw it, we'll try something. And we just, you know, agency wasn't even in the picture there. It was just, let's make try and make a few quid online. Um, and then eventually it sort of snowballed and snowballed. And, you know, here we are today where we're able to work full time. So it's been it's been a pretty cool journey. Um, and I'm definitely excited to see where we can take it now. 2024 is going to be a, a big year for sure. Solid, solid, man. And Robbie, where are you at right now? Because you're originally from Northern Ireland, but you ain't there yeah, anymore. Yeah, so yeah, so I'm in Sydney at the minute. Um, moved here in June, here for the next year, and then I don't know where I'm gonna go. Um, I was thinking Dubai maybe for a year. So my girlfriend's a teacher, so nice. Dubai would be a place for her to teach. She's teaching here at the minute, uh, and obviously I have that locational freedom, so I can sort of work from anywhere, which is which is really neat. Um, but yeah, Sydney at the minute. Big, big change in lifestyle. It's been, it's been great. It's been great to work from here as well, you know? Um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it so far. Amazing, man. Amazing. And so Robbie, when you started, like you said, your first little trickle into this world was a bit of web development, a couple of projects that you did transitioning then when you started with your business partner into, all right, let's do this social media thing. What did you guys first do, right? That you regret doing? So what were the things you wasted time on? Because I think a lot of people watching this 
are probably falling into some of the things that you might have done, things that I did as well. Yeah. For sure. So I think, you know, we tried, well, at the very start, we tried, we put a whole lot of time into trying to build out this really amazing website, these really beautiful socials with consistent posts and all that type of stuff. But realistically, it wasn't really needed. We could have been spending our time elsewhere uh, on more productive things. You know, our website hasn't changed now in two years. And even when I look back at it now, knowing the type of language that these business owners, you know, are used to hearing or want to hear, you know, the website needs change. So that's something I was actually speaking to to Christopher about yesterday. We're going to do a bit of a rebrand. I think it's a, about time, you know, new website, new logo, that type of stuff. But I think that's one of the main ones. Um, obviously, you know, we went into this really with no sort of prior business or marketing knowledge, you know? Yeah. So it, it was it was more just trying a load of different things and seeing what worked. I mean, I think the way that we got our first client was cold calling or I think it was cold calling. Uh, it was a gym. They're actually still with us. Our first client is still with us, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, and then we sort of moved into Instagram DMs and looking, just trying to like look at all the different sort of outreach methods and ways that we could get um, leads and obviously sales calls booked. But I think the main one was trying to be, trying to perfect our website and tried to seek perfectionism in, in those aspects, which just definitely wasn't needed, especially at yeah. that stage. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, there was one of our students, Josh, you probably spoke to Josh in the program. Yeah. I, I, he put up a story the other day. He literally just got a website for his agency. Like <laughs> the, the guy is doing, you know, 10K a month, been doing, you know, really good numbers for a long time. And he's got a fucking website now. Just shows the importance of it. You know, so many people just overthink that stuff, man. Hundred percent. Um, Robbie, the, the first thing you mentioned there was that your first client that you got is still with you. That's a really interesting point because the average retention rate of SMA clients, according to the internet, is about three months, which is low, right? Like all the clients we worked with, it was a three-month minimum contract, so three months is bare minimum. But similar to you, our first client we signed stayed for twenty months which is crazy, right? What do you think are some of those things that you guys are doing that allows you to keep clients? Is it the service or do you think it's just your ability to connect to what they actually want and deliver that in the way they want it? Yeah. So I think I think the first the first client's a bit of a wild card, right? So he's a gym. He, we have a niche down, but we love working with gyms. We're both passionate about our fitness. I think gyms is just a, a pretty good one, especially when it's starting off because it's sort of you know, you can just go look at other gym pages and you know what, uh, what sort of stuff you should be doing for sure. But, um, you know, I think he realized that, you know, we and Christopher are, we're very new into this thing and we have both sort of both parties have grown together, you know, mm -hmm. obviously we've grown as an agency and he's grown as a gym. So I think that's one of the main things that has sort of kept us together. And, you know, we've never increased his price. Uh, obviously our price and packages have changed throughout the last sort of two, three years. Yeah. And we've always kept the same retainer. Now, we have been able to upsell them to different things. You know, if we if we do ads, we're gonna charge them for a full ad setup package and all that type of stuff. But, you know, I think I think he he knows that, you know, he he's seen our journey as well and we've definitely helped him grow. So I think for him, that was what sort of kept him going. And uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure working with him. But in terms of, you know, other clients and, you know, keeping a somewhat good retention rate, it really is, and this is something that we've learned along along the road. It's just listening to them, just listening to what they want. Sometimes what they want isn't necessarily what is best for their business. You know, some people come into 
you know, especially when working with an agency thinking that they need to be posting it every single day or they need to be doing this and that or the other. And sometimes you just need to take a bit of a step back and just explain to them, look, you know, I understand why you think that. However, this is probably going to be our best route of action, especially with your budget uh, and that type of stuff. So taking a step back, listening to them and trying to understand where they're coming from and their mindset, I think is, uh, is, is definitely a, a big part of keeping that relationship strong, if you know what I mean. Yeah, agreed, man. Definitely, definitely. Something I'd, I'd really like to dive into with you is college. All right. So as you said, you went to college, you studied cybersecurity, completely unrelated. Okay. Had the link with the websites. All right. So it kind of benefited you. But overall, what are your thoughts on college? Like, would you do it again? Would you recommend it? If somebody's in college right now and they want to start this, what, what would you do? So personally, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back to university. I think, you know, if you, if you want to run a business and again, look, you can do a business degree, but it's not necessarily going to teach you anything about actually starting your own business, you know, coming into this thing, I had no idea about accounting or anything like that, or even just general business management, different mm-hmm. principles, frameworks and that type of stuff. It's been, you know, been thrown into the deep, deep end almost. And I, yeah, so I personally, I wouldn't go back to university. I think there is a ton of resources out there that are way more valuable to, to, you know, what I sort of learned in university, but it's going to be different for every, for every person. If you want to go, if you want to be a doctor, for example, you have, you have no choice. Um, if you want to be an engineer, you know, you're probably going to have to go to university and get the degree under your belt. But for people that don't really know what they want to do, or if they know that they want to work for themselves, but they don't necessarily know how to start or anything, I wouldn't think that university is necessarily the best route into, into that world. Yeah. You know, I agree, man. Could not agree more, you know, and I studied a business degree. All right. So I assumed, okay, I'm going into college. And at the time when I started, I was like, I want to start a business. So I'm going in thinking that I'll learn more about how to start a business and how to build up, I don't know, the connections or the know-how of how to do things. Man, I came out of it being like, maybe I should get a job. (laughs) What a crazy transformation, huh? (laughs) Crazy how it works. Robbie, something that's, I think, quite unique about the journey you guys have been on is that your journey wasn't just this, right? It wasn't the cliche, you just started, it all clicked, boom, 2K a month, next month, 3K a month, you know, it was a a different journey because everybody's is different. So Robbie, from my understanding, it was you guys got to about 2K roughly per month and you guys were stuck at that for quite some time. What I'd love to get your insight into is why do you think you got stuck in the first place? And then two, how did you go from stuck at 2K a month for months to where you guys are at now? Because there's a massive difference. You've done a five, six X, whereas you were stuck for so long. Yeah. No, definitely. So yeah, you're, you're right there. I mean, 2K on a good month. Yeah. Uh, some months it could drop down to a thousand. It could drop down to 800, whatever it may be. Um, so yeah, that, so, you know, we started late 2021. It wasn't really until the start of 2023 that things really did click. Yeah. And, you know, there's a few things. Well, before I get into that, I suppose the some of the reasons why I think we potentially plateaued was because we didn't really know how to spend our time. We were still trying anything and everything um to try and get clients in to try and fulfill them we were doing all of the fulfillment ourselves yeah um that you know to a certain point once you get to a certain point and you're fulfilling everything yourselves you can't grow anymore because you're so tied up 
do it all of the film and that you know you're not able to balance the outreach with that and so i think that's that was the main thing that was holding us back what sort of allowed us to make that turning point was a we we started our collaboration with you we met you guys and the community uh that was i think that was early this year maybe february start of february mm-hmm. and i think you know the resources that were available there allowed us to realize that you know we're spending 20 hours a week doing this we should be spending you know 40 hours a week 20 hours a week doing this and i think having that guidance there and having you know having people to bounce questions off and getting insights from them that was that was the the, the turning point i feel um and again one of the main things that you guys drilled into our head was when you get to a certain point you need to start building out a small team you know there's no there's no two ways around it if you want to scale and if you want to be able to continue fulfilling your clients but also spending the time on getting new clients in you're going to have to start building out a small team so that's one of the main things that we did that um sort of allowed us to switch and yeah since then it's been you know month on month you know i'm not going to say that we're growing every month but uh you know it's definitely we've done a good five six x of where we were and uh like i said i'm i'm really confident that 2024 is going to be a huge year for us yeah yeah definitely man definitely uh robbie with the team you have now so you have a few people you know it's not massive but it's like when i look at it i think it's the perfect size for where you guys are at because you're not overextended your margins are still really fucking good but then you're not at a point where you know your margins are 30 percent and you have 20 team members for no reason you're in a yeah. very very good spot who do you think has been the like the best hire that you've made so far it's it's hard it's hard see yeah you know we have a virtual assistant you know you know major so we have major doing a variety of different things for us mm-hmm. right so he's doing some appointment setting he's doing some scheduling and stuff for us now mm-hmm. we're trying to integrate him a little bit more um because you know me and chris had a discussion the other day the agency at the minute is very key person dependent mm-hmm. you know if i went on holidays and chris went on holidays at the same time everything would slowly grind to a halt yeah so one of our big focuses now for 2024 is going to be to stop that and to slowly you know bring other people into play maybe get major more into into play and uh just remove that key person dependency but i think honestly probably the the, the best hire or the two best hires is going to be the graphic designer and video editor because that frees up so much time and again it improves the quality you know i'm not a video editor i know how to do basic video editing same with christopher same with graphic design but you know hiring someone who does that solely as their job and someone who enjoys doing it and takes their time to do it um yeah it's been a game changer we've been able to fulfill a whole lot more and again we don't have we don't have to spend hours and hours creating this this content or editing these videos so it's freed us a lot of time to work on the business rather than in it and that's that's a big point that you preach and that's something that again this year we really started to to understand and to to realize that we need to be we need to be working on the business and building out these systems and, and putting these processes into place and, and doing that type of stuff rather than being tied up working, um, you know, in the business, I suppose, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. And, you know, with the growth you guys have had, Robbie, like, it's been amazing to see, like, really, truly. And like, I, you know, I'm not saying this because it's like we're doing an interview, you know, it sounds good to say it. Like, I genuinely mean it when we see the wins come in specifically just the wins that that you guys have sent to us it's like i I smile every fucking time because i'm just like that is so amazing because with with the consulting we do like we have a team right there's not just me there's some we have a student success manager behind the scenes 
we have salespeople. At one point, we had three salespeople this year, right? And now we just have one because we're a bit more streamlined. When you guys jumped on with us, I believe I took the call because I, I, I remember speaking with the two of you guys very clearly. And even just now as we're having this conversation, it's it's not like I'm speaking to different people, but the change in character, the way you're speaking, like it's crazy, crazy difference. So what I'd love to touch on is mindset, right? Mindset, woo woo, people think it's a lot of bollocks, doesn't matter. I think it fucking does. When I see the transition you guys have gone through, I can see without you even saying it, there have been beliefs that you guys have shattered and smashed past. And I'd love to expose some of that. So when you guys were stuck in that, you know, is this ever going to work? Can we ever do this full time? Like, how, how do you get from that? Because that's a really hard mindset to break. How did you get from that into where you guys are now, where it's this abundance mindset and you're traveling, you're living in a different country, you're there for a year and you guys are doing what you wanted to do. Yeah. Um, it sounds cliche, but it is, it's failing a lot of times getting told no, um, you know, having the cringy sales calls. Like even I remember the, our, our initial call, I was probably me and Chris were just sat there, you know, uh, not nervous, but I think doing all these sales calls, speaking to all these different business owners, I'm able to speak now a whole lot better than I was compared yeah. to late 2020. Yeah. I've noticed that myself. Um, but yeah, I think the main thing is just failing and trying different things and just putting yourself out there a little bit more um, and not being afraid of being told no, not being afraid of failing. I think at the start, you know, especially maybe with the couple of, first couple of clients, I would have put so much thought and so much effort and time and emotion into trying to land that sale or trying to convert that that prospect and you know whenever i got told no and look i got told no a whole lot of times right at the very start and even you know even now you know it's not like i'm crazy client right? um but getting told no and getting past that barrier of like you know having this much emotion in it uh i think that's that's been a big game changer you know understanding that if this client says no, you know, I can book a sales call in two or three days and, and potentially have another shot of converting a different client or converting that prospect. So I think that's been, that's been the, the, the big thing. And, you know, there's been a lot of changes, I suppose, like even, you know, I, I was talking to someone in the group about this the other day about pricing packages. And I used to be so scared of asking for higher ticket prices. I used to feel like, it's almost like I, I couldn't justify why I was asking that or I wasn't or the services that we were providing weren't worth what we were trying to quote. And now, you know, after speaking to these business owners and speaking to all these different uh, startups and all the all these different types of people, I realized that, you know, people are more than willing to pay higher ticket prices. You just need to be able to convey that value. And at the start, I wasn't the best at conveying value. But now, um, by mirroring, by using certain keywords, trying to speak the language that they're used to hearing or they or that they want to hear, uh, definitely goes a long way to helping them visualize the value that they're getting and ultimately helps them ease into into paying a higher, a higher price for whatever service it is that I'm trying to offer. For sure. And again, that comes with failing, right? Exactly. exactly. When to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. So Robbie, going forward, like for you guys, where do you think you're going to go with this? Because, and I touched on this earlier, for me, I did the agency for a period and then I sold my half to my business partner. And as of right now, I, I don't have one. I don't have an agency. 
So I think it's really interesting because most people in this space use it as a stepping stone, right? Like they do it for two, three, four years, either to get cash or experience, because those are the two things it's really fucking good at, cash and experience. The skills you get from it are just insane. Then a lot of people move to something else. Always linked from my experience, always linked, very similar. And there's, you can see the clear path from agency to whatever is next. Yeah. What do you see as the, the future for you guys? It's a tricky one. It's not something that I fully thought about. I've been, you know, uh, I've been fully dialed in into making this in making this work and, and the grow. Yeah. But I think, you know, the, the goal now for 2024 anyways is going to be building out these systems, scaling this thing to where it's not so key person dependent. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that it's going to be completely passive income because does that really exist? You know, in some cases it does, but, you know, um, but yeah, I think 2024 is going to be a big year for just focusing on the agency, trying to grow it and scale it and to see what type of numbers that we could pull in on a monthly. Also, whilst building out the personal brands, you know, that's something that me and Christopher have started doing. We've been inconsistent with it, um, but it's super important. And I think, you know, especially now, whilst we have, you know, this locational freedom or, you know, the, the, the there's no time constraints, you know, I can do, you know, things whenever I want to do them. Um, I need to be building out my personal brand and getting that going. So that's going to be a huge focus for me for 2024. I'm going to double down. I'm going to invest into it. Uh, I'm going to buy some equipment, all that type of stuff. And um, yeah, I'm going to try and get that going whilst obviously continuing to work on the agency. But after that, I haven't really thought about it. You know, um, like you said, there's so many transferable skills. Mm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, for now, just need to double down, I think. I like that, man. I like that. You're in the present with it. I think, you know, from my experience, there's been a lot of people that can think too much about what the next step is. Like, that's amazing, right? To know what's the next thing. But if you're way too focused on that, you're never going to be fully present on maximizing the opportunity you have now. Yeah. And I, yeah, that, that's everything. Man. So love that. Um, in terms of personal brands, since you brought it up, man, let's let's plug your your links so that people can find you and follow you, man. Which platforms are you on? So my Instagram, I think Instagram is going to be my main focus. I've tried TikTok. One thing that I have noticed is since moving here, uh-huh. The views have been different. Demographics been different. Obviously, I'm getting a lot of Australian people here. Yeah. Uh, well, whilst back in the UK, I was getting a, a, a range of different people, primarily UK. But um, what is my? It's Robbie V O W. That's my Instagram, anyway. So Robbie Val. Perfect. Um, we can we can drop the links, man. We can drop the links. But that could even be a push for you to stay consistent with it if you know exactly a bit of a type of you I like it. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Cool, man. Before we wrap it up, Robbie, what I'd love is just off the top of your head, advice for two types of people. So person one is watching this, brand new to it, haven't started, they don't really know what to do. What's your advice to them? Advice two is to old you when you started and got stuck. And I'd love to see what you'd recommend. Advice number one uh, for the person who's thinking about getting started, has no clue. Um, I, I honestly would say, Find someone that has walked that road before. Reach out to Adam, reach out to whoever it may be and, you know, get involved. Look at what other people are doing. Um, I would definitely recommend joining the community, being able to speak to other people who are in the exact same shoes as you are. You know, there's a lot of people that haven't started. There's a lot of people that, you know, I've been speaking to in the community that are thinking of starting, you know, they haven't even started yet. So, you know, there, there, there's a saying like the road is a whole lot less, less daunting when you're walking it with someone who's walked it all before. And I think that that's true. So advice for a person, number one, you know, reach out, 
get involved and um, just plant the seed. You know, you know, you're never gonna, you're never gonna, you, you can't get started without getting started. So just take that first step essentially. Hundred uh, percent. Number two is gonna be um, just be consistent in the things that you can control. You know, you can control the amount of outreach that you're doing. You can control the quality of the outreach you're doing. You can control the flow of the sales calls that you are taking. I think, you know, just find an outreach method that works for me personally, uh, for my agency over the last sort of two, three, four months, it's been Upwork. And again, I don't have this crazy Upwork profile. You know, I've got two reviews, $200 earned on the platform, but I'm still consistently generating sales calls. Mm. So I think double down on something that works for you and just stay consistent with it. Just put time and effort into doing it and you will see results. It's as simple as that. You know, if things don't work after say two weeks, change your approach, you know, mix it up, try something different, watch YouTube videos. There is so much information out there of people showing you exactly the things that work. Now, again, it might be working for them. You might need to make one or two small little tweaks, but just, you know, there's, there's so much information out there. Just take it in and, uh, double down and stay consistent. And that's, that's what my advice would be. Love it, man. It's been a pleasure. Appreciate you coming on, man. Appreciate you having me back. So you might've noticed in that video, Robbie mentioned a couple of times our community. If you would like to know a little bit about the community and potentially join us, you will find a link in the description of this video where you can book a call, get more information and yeah, just see if we're a good fit to work together. Truly hope you enjoyed the video. I really enjoyed the conversation with Robbie. Hope you did too.